0: Hello. A lot of people in my generation and possibly the generation above me, which would be millennials. I am Gen Z. (laughs) I've noticed that a lot of people in the millennial and Gen Z age group are choosing their career over love. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know, you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This might be something that is more prevalent in big cities like Los Angeles, where I live, or New York, where I go frequently. But I'm not sure. This might be, this might be a universal thing. I'm not completely sure where this mindset resides. Is it mainly in the big cities? Is it also in more normal towns throughout the world? I don't know, I don't know. But regardless, I've noticed that there seems to be this sort of belief within young people that you can't have both. You can't have love and a successful career. You have to choose one or the other. And I've kind of seen this narrative float around a little bit on the internet, a little bit in person too. And it really got me thinking, is this true? Do you have to choose one? Do you have to choose being in love and having a relationship or having a successful career? or can you have both? And upon reflecting on my own life and thinking for a while, I've realized that I think you can have both. And I actually don't think relationships have to prevent success at all. I think actually a good relationship can nurture success. So the moral of the story is I disagree with this idea. I feel like this narrative that if you want to be a fucking hashtag girl boss. Now, when I say hashtag girl boss, okay, that can apply to anyone. Girl boss can apply to anyone. I use the term girl boss as an umbrella term for anyone who is grinding, hustling, getting their shit done, making that money, having that career, you know what I mean? Like that's a girl boss and it can apply to anyone. Okay. So we're not just talking about girls today. We're talking girl boss. It applies to everyone. All right. In my eyes. And this is my podcast. So I'm allowed to sort of create my own definitions because it's my podcast. You know what I mean? Anyway, I've seen a lot of this narrative that if you want to be a girl boss, you have to go at it alone. And again, I just don't think that it's necessarily true. I've experienced both scenarios in my life, a good relationship helping me succeed and a bad relationship preventing me from succeeding. I've experienced both sides of the coin. So I think that a statement like relationships can absolutely aid you in your success would be false because the type of relationship you're in is very important in this discussion. If you're in a good relationship, that can be very, very positive. In your success and in your career. But if you're in a bad relationship, it can destroy everything. And so I think that that's something important to get out of the way now. I'm not saying that relationships in general are positive for your success. I'm saying that a good relationship should be something that we strive for because it can be really impactful in our lives in a positive way. And it does not get in the way of our success. I'm also not saying that being single is wrong or is bad. And if you're single, you're not going to succeed in whatever. No, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that this whole idea that we need to run away from love and avoid love at all costs, because it'll, ruin our chances at succeeding in life and having a slay hashtag girl boss career, I just don't think that that's true at all. And so in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how a good, healthy relationship can actually enhance your success. And why I think that running away from love and running away from finding a deep connection with a partner is something that's really valuable can be really valuable and it shouldn't be feared and we shouldn't feel like if we fall in love we're weak and our careers are over you know and our success grinds to a halt because i just don't think it's true a lot of this is based on my experience so take it with a grain of salt but here we go a good relationship can enhance your success in many ways, many, many, many ways. The first way being a good relationship creates a blanket of comfort around you. And that's because a good relationship has to have trust within it. If you are in a relationship and you don't trust each other, it's not a good relationship, point blank. That's a bad relationship An ideal good relationship is rooted in trust. That is the foundation of a good relationship. You trust one another. You're honest and you're open with one another. And you're loyal to one another. All of those things are included in trust in a relationship. And when you and your significant other trust each other, there's this level of comfort that is so invaluable. It kind of sets you free in a way. When you feel comfortable in the romantic aspect of your life, you feel safe, comfortable, reassured. You can now use that part of your brain that you used to use for trying to find the perfect bay significant other the part of your brain that is constantly scanning around the room like who am i going to who am i going to hook up with or who who am i going to go on a date with or does anyone in here like me or whatever you can now take that part of your brain that used to go towards thinking about all things dating all things romantic and you can kind of put it to rest because Now you have something that's comfortable, that's solid, that you can rely on, that's at home. And so you can now take that part of your brain and use it for something else. You can use it towards getting closer to your goal. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example in my life. When I got into a comfortable, safe feeling relationship, I felt like I freed up all of this brain space and I could just work on my work for so much longer because I, I wasn't getting distracted in the back of my head thinking about, you know, am I going to be forever alone? When am I going to kiss a boy next? <laughs> like, even if it's just substance-less, like, does that boy have a crush on me? Well, I can't really date right now anyway. I don't even want to date anyone right now anyway, blah, blah. Like, all of those thoughts that used to run through my head were gone. And I just had all this new brain space that I could use towards working. And that was extremely valuable, extremely valuable. And that is extremely valuable. I didn't realize how much time I spent thinking about boys when I was single until I was in a relationship that was comfortable and I was like, I don't think about boys at all anymore because I'm not thinking about all the different boys I met at a party and then whether or not any of them liked me and then whether or not I liked any of them and then contemplating when the next time I was going to talk to a boy was like, I, it was like all of that was gone and it's a beautiful thing. Being in a good relationship also prevents you from participating in unfulfilling social interactions. I'll explain. When you're single, you feel the pressure to go and be social, whether that's to meet people to hook up with, or that's to meet new friends, whatever it may be, you feel this pressure a lot more to go and socialize. And you might have slightly lower standards because in a way you're more alone. You don't have a person like you do when you're in a relationship. So you, you kind of, you might go and hang out with people that you don't necessarily like love, but you're like, well, but I'm single and it's better to go out and be social than to do nothing at all, you know? And at least for me, when I'm single, I party a lot more. I go out a lot more. I hang out with a lot more people and a lot of those people that I end up hanging out with, I don't really like, I have the sense of pressure to go and be social more because I'm like, well, if I don't go and hang out with whoever's available, whether I really like them or not, then I'm just going to be alone. And like, listen, I'm cool with being alone sometimes. But I don't want to be alone all the time. And like, you know, and I think, When you have a relationship that's comfortable and healthy and good, you have this automatic built-in BFF best friend, right? And so you don't feel the pressure to lower your standards and go and hang out with people that maybe don't really align with you, don't really click with you perfectly. You don't feel the pressure to go spend time with those people as much anymore, Um, or to go out and possibly go out and waste a whole evening trying to find someone to hook up with. You don't have to, you just don't have to do that anymore. You have this automatic best friend that you can spend time with and you know it's fulfilling. I think you naturally just become more choosy about how you spend your time and who you spend your time with because now you have someone who you know can fill your cup at the end of the day and that's your significant other. And so you don't feel the need to search for that elsewhere. And And I think that you can waste a lot of time searching for that elsewhere sometimes. So I think being in a relationship can sometimes prevent you from wasting time with unfulfilling social interactions in general. That's not to say that you and your significant other aren't gonna go out and party on the weekends sometimes, But because you have each other, you are less likely to stay out all night, even though you're not having that much fun. You're less likely to interact with people who you don't really like that much because you have someone there that you can talk to instead who's much better. You know what I'm saying? I think that being in a relationship helps you be a lot more intentional with your energy because you have someone there who you really love and respect and enjoy spending time with. So it almost raises your standards. And the truth is, is that in my opinion, useless and empty social interaction is one of the biggest preventers of success, at least in my own personal experience. When I have been in periods of my life when I was single or I was in a shitty relationship, I found myself hanging out with people that I just didn't really click with, who didn't align with me morally, who kind of made me feel like shit because I was desperate for social interaction and I didn't have anyone to fall back on at home. Like, a significant other that was healthy and positive. You know what I'm saying? So I wasted a lot of time going to parties, hanging out with shitty people. And that ruined my productivity because it made me feel like shit about myself because hanging out with shitty people makes you feel like shit about yourself. And it sucked out all my energy. So I had no energy because not only was I partying late at night or hanging out with people for hours and hours that sucked all the energy out of me. But my soul was drained. You know, when you hang out with people that don't fill your cup, they empty your cup. You leave that situation drained of your spirit. You just feel empty. And that slows you down when it comes to getting shit done and working towards your career goals, you know? It's so important to be present and energized as often as you can be when you're working towards a larger goal. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is superpowered with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus Deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a 6-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids or a runner with a penchant for poetry, who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know, you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Also being in a good relationship gives you somebody to talk to. And that might seem mundane, but good relationships in theory, also live on a foundation of communication and healthy relationships that experience frequent communication are close relationships. You know, you and your significant other will inevitably be close if you have a good foundation of communication in the relationship. And that closeness to your significant other will open the door to being able to talk about your work life a little bit, and vent about your work life to your significant other, and having somebody to talk to about your dreams and the things that you're working on can be so incredibly helpful when you're trying to reach your larger goals. Because talking about things, verbalizing things in an environment that is safe and isn't necessarily a part of the world in which you're trying to succeed in can be so valuable. I'll give you an example. Let's say you work in nursing, like you are a nurse And your significant other is a writer. They're a journalist, right? Those two career paths are very different. So you can go and talk to your significant other about nursing. And they can just be an open ear. And... They can just listen to you, talk about it, talk about the struggles, talk about this, talk about that. They can just be a shoulder to lean on who's unbiased, doesn't really know about the industry that you're involved in. So they, they just they can't really get super involved, which is actually kind of a good thing. you know all they can do is just listen to you and support you. And vice versa, when your significant other talks about being a journalist to you, you don't know about journalism. So you just listen to them and give them a shoulder to lean on, end of story. And that's a really valuable thing. Whereas let's say your significant other is a journalist. If they wanna go and vent about their job, they can't go talk to their boss or their coworkers because That's too close. Do you know what I mean? That's too close because their peers who are also journalists might have a little bit of competitiveness. They know too much about the industry. They're going to start, they're going to start getting in their head. Their boss, obviously they can't talk to because that's a professional relationship to a T. Like you can't start venting to your boss. Like that just doesn't work that way. You're supposed to be professional and never complain. And It just it gets messy. And maybe your significant other doesn't have a close relationship with their family where they can go and vent to their family. Uh, because maybe their family is like emotionally unavailable, you know, who knows? And then maybe your significant other is like, oh, I just want to talk about my life to my friends. But maybe their friends are a little bit competitive with them. And they get a little bit competitive over money or whatever, and it gets a little weird. So your significant other just doesn't talk to their friends about work because it just gets weird. It's so nice that they can have you, somebody who is unbiased, but also they're on their team. That's an extremely valuable thing. Having somebody in your life who is not competing with you and is completely the opposite is on your team but also isn't so close to what you're doing to a point where the conversation starts getting too technical and it's it's not just venting anymore it's like it's like if you are a journalist and you go and talk to your journalist coworkers about the issues you have with your journalist job the journalist coworker might be like well You should start writing articles, like, four weeks before they're due if you want to not be stressed out about this article that you have to publish, uh, you know, at this deadline. You should just start sooner, you know? Why are you not starting sooner? Like, whereas going to your significant other and being like, I'm struggling with my job, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, like, that's such a bummer. Like, is there anything I can do to help, you know, like, whatever? And it's a lot less weird. You get what I'm saying? A healthy relationship can also help you grow. And growing as a human being is so important in succeeding in life. You have to continue to grow even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's not fun. The people who succeed are the people who never stop growing. And a healthy relationship will help you grow. It will it will it will Because a good relationship challenges you at times, whether it's your significant other presenting a moral conflict that you and your significant other have, and one of you has to maybe adjust their way of thinking, that's growth. Or maybe it's that you have an issue with your partner. Maybe you are feeling frustrated because even though you know your significant other loves you and that your relationship is very valuable, you might feel like, I feel kind of neglected right now. I feel like my partner has been spending more time with their friends than they are with me right now. Like it's just a phase, whatever, but it still sucks. And you feel neglected and you think, okay, I want to confront my significant other about this. I want to confront them and say, I feel neglected because you're not spending a lot of time with me. You're spending your time working and hanging out with your friends. What's going on? You know, is there something I'm doing? Like whatever. It takes courage to confront. And every time you confront somebody, you grow a little bit because it's so uncomfortable and it pushes you out of your comfort zone. So, no matter what the challenge is that comes up in your relationship, as long as it's not a deal breaker, like someone cheated, someone lied, someone hurt someone, someone did something extremely morally wrong. Like as long as it's not something like that, and it's just a normal, healthy bump in the road, getting through that with your partner and coming out the other side, a stronger relationship, is a growth experience for both people involved. Working through minor issues with your significant other is a lot more powerful for your own growth than I think you realize even in the moment. But the other thing is too, is that if you're dating somebody that you really love and respect and cherish, you will find yourself feeling pressure to rise to the occasion. Because you admire your significant other, you're going to want to be the best version of yourself for them. And so you might start working on yourself in ways that you wouldn't have otherwise. This very much happened to me. In my life, I've met dudes where I've been like, mm, Oh, we're dating now. Like, this is fun. And I I just never felt like I needed to rise to the occasion to be dating them. I was just like, well, we're dating. And then after years of experiencing that, I experienced a relationship where I got into the relationship and then immediately it felt like I was looking in a mirror when I started dating them. And I became self-aware in a way that I wasn't before, I started looking at myself through their eyes because for the first time, I really respected the person that I was dating. And that caused me to look at myself and reflect on myself and ask myself, am I good enough person for this person to be with me because I think that this person's so incredible. You know, they chose me by some miracle. Am I a good enough person for them? And I started reflecting on myself. And there were certain things where I was like, you know, I want to improve in this area. I'll give you an example. The person I was dating had a very responsible sort of schedule. They woke up really early you know, they seem to be very productive. And at that time in my life, I was waking up at like noon every day and not starting working on things until like 8 PM. And then I'd stop working at like 5 a.m. and then I would go to sleep and then I'd wake up at noon and do it all over again. That was sort of my schedule. And it was very dysfunctional. The person I started dating had this gorgeous schedule where they woke up at seven in the morning and then they got their work done and then they did their little workout. And I was like, whoa, 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 what? And then it inspired me. And I was like, I want to be like that because I want to rise to the occasion and be a little bit more like them, you know, because they have their shit together more than I do. And I can't speak for the person that I'm discussing in this situation, I can't speak for them. But I can imagine that there's maybe certain ways that they looked at me and they were like, oh, she's a little bit farther along on her path in this certain area. I wanna rise to the occasion and meet her there you know what I'm saying? That's what a healthy, good relationship does. You inspire one another to do better, to be better. And it can be life changing. Me dating that guy literally changed my sleep work schedule forever. Like I'm never going to go back to the way I was before waking up at noon, working from 8 PM to five in the morning, and then going back to sleep and then whatever. And like, I will never do that again. I, I've fully broken that habit because of dating this guy and him being, in, he him inspiring me. And now I wake up at six in the morning and, I, and I'm living, laughing and loving and whatever. You know what I mean? And that's something that he inspired me to do. You get what I'm saying? A good relationship will force you to grow and growing and becoming a better you, there's kind of no downsides to that. Like you can't really argue that one. You know, it benefits every part of your life. So you can't really fight me on that one. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it. Well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting. But I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Icebreaker's Ice Cubes. We all have our essentials when we leave the house. You know, our wallet, maybe a lip balm and gum. Icebreaker's ice cubes are more than essential. They're fancy. They're soft and chewy cube shapes with flavor crystals that deliver a rush of cool, refreshing taste. Available in bottle packs of refreshing, minty, and fruity flavors, this gum is my favorite and has been for years. Head to your favorite store and pick up a bottle of Icebreaker's ice cubes gum today. Another thing that a good relationship can do is give you a slight boost of confidence and a slight boost of confidence never hurt anyone. Okay. Being loved and valued by another person can really help to jumpstart your own personal journey into self-love. The journey of loving yourself is a journey that only you can go on. Okay. You are responsible for that journey, but a good relationship can be a catalyst for that process because getting into a relationship can reassure you that you are lovable and you are awesome. And even though your goal should always be to find that feeling within yourself, if you're down in the dumps and you're in a really bad spot with that, getting into a relationship can sometimes wake you up and be like, Hey, you know what? This person loves me. For me, this person chooses me every single day. I must not be so fucking bad. Maybe I should work on loving myself more because this person loves me. And so I want to love myself that much. It can kind of be a wake up call for you. And having self love, having confidence is so important for success because you have to believe in yourself to succeed in a way, you know, you have to believe that you're worthy of success in order to acquire it. And the truth is that everybody almost, except for like really bad people who do really bad things, but almost everyone other than evil people who do bad things, actually, even those people, everybody, everybody deserves success in some way. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody feels like they deserve it. And if you don't think that you deserve success and you're not confident that you can achieve success, then it's a lot harder to get it because you're not going to take as many risks. And risks are kind of crucial in, in succeeding a lot of times. Taking risks can lead you to some amazing, amazing things. You might not work as hard. You might not feel as inspired if you don't feel confident in yourself because you're like, well, what's the point anyway? Like, I don't really think, you know, am I even ever going to really succeed? I don't know because like I kind of suck ass and you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't want this to get misconstrued into me saying, being in a good relationship will... Give you all the self-confidence and self-love that you need. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that being in a good relationship can kind of be a wake-up call for you, that you are worthy of feeling those feelings. You see what I'm saying? That maybe you need to do some work there. You need to work on your self-love and your self-confidence and the reason why it's a wake-up call is because your significant other loving you and cherishing you more than you love and cherish yourself can sort of prove to you, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I am not a piece of shit. Maybe I do rock because this person thinks so. So how can I figure out how I can think so too? And that's why it's a valuable thing. But at the end of the day, it does need to come from within. What I've experienced is that a good relationship can be that wake up call for you. But the work that you do to build your own self-confidence and your own self-love is something that will not go away even if the relationship goes away. Because that's something that you still built on your own. Even though it was inspired by this healthy relationship, It doesn't live within this healthy relationship. So even if at some point that relationship becomes unhealthy and it's not what makes sense in your life anymore and maybe the relationship ends, that self-confidence can last you forever. Same thing with the growth that you might experience in a healthy relationship. That growth that you experienced in that relationship will live beyond the relationship. It will last within you throughout the rest of your life. And that's why healthy relationships can be so valuable because even if they don't last forever, the lessons that you learn while you're in it are invaluable and permanent. Last but not least, and I've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm touching on it again being in a relationship that's healthy and good prevents you from participating in what some people call hookup culture, which is having a lot of meaningless sexual encounters rather than settling down with just one, just kind of going into situations with no End game in mind, right? Just sort of like, well, we're just gonna have fun for the evening. Now, listen, there are some things about hookup culture that are very bad, in my opinion. And then there are some things about it that are really good and important. I think that going through a phase where, you know, you're just hooking up with a lot of people and just trying things out and trying to figure things out. Everybody has to go through that, honestly, at least once in their life. Actually, not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody. But I think for a lot of people, it can be a very valuable experience because you learn a lot about yourself. What I personally learned is that I never want to do it again because it didn't really make me feel very good. For someone else, they might be like, well, I learned what types of partners I enjoy and what types of partners I don't. And, you know, you might learn things like that. Like everybody will learn something different from a phase of hooking up with people nonstop. I will say though, if your main goal in life is success, participating in hookup culture can definitely make success a little bit harder to acquire because Participating in hookup culture is very distracting. Okay. It is very distracting. It takes up a lot of the space in your brain because you're constantly thinking about when am I going on my next date? When am I going to my next party? Is that guy going to text me back? But what about that other guy from three weeks ago? Okay. Wait, he's not going to text me back. Okay. Wait, I don't even care because I don't care. Wait a minute. Do I kind of have feelings for this one person? Wait a minute. What about that? What about that person? Are they gonna call me? Wait, I don't care. I'm not supposed to care because I don't care, But also, I kind of do care. Why are they not texting me back? It is a huge energy suck to be living in that world. Sometimes you got to live in that world. And I think you can very much succeed in living in that world. but, It's a lot easier to focus on your career and your success when you're not focusing on that. I would argue it takes a lot less of your brain's power to be in a comfortable relationship than it does to be participating actively in hookup culture. Because even though there will still be struggles... In, a, in your relationship. Even if your relationship is the most perfect, healthy, happy relationship there ever was, there are still gonna be things that you guys need to work through together. There are still gonna be bumps in the road. And actually that's crucial because that's what inspires growth. And it's important for things to have bumps in the road sometimes. The difference between the mental gymnastics that you experience in a healthy relationship and the mental gymnastics that you experience while participating in hookup culture, is that in a healthy relationship, the mental gymnastics that you are experiencing will most likely end up teaching you something extremely valuable. And it'll also leave you feeling closer with your significant other, or it might be a sign that the relationship needs to be over and you need to move on and be single and live your best single life regardless there, it's a little bit more productive. Like the, the mental turmoil that you experience when you're participating in hookup culture is more like, why are they not texting me back? Wait a minute. Can we, we need to figure out what party we're going to. And I, when I'm mocking this type of person in this type of situation, I'm literally referencing myself when I was living that life. Okay. I was so focused on like, where i was gonna find the next dude where are they where can i find them and who are they it was such a waste of my time and i learned nothing more than wow i never really want to do this again and that's a valuable lesson to learn don't get me wrong but it's that that was definitely less valuable than like what i learn in uncomfortable moments in my relationship. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, I know I just spewed about how relationships can enhance your success, contrary to popular belief, but I don't want to take this too far and make it seem like I don't also see the value in being single when you have a goal in mind, because if you can't find a healthy relationship, if you're not in a healthy relationship, if you maybe don't really care and you genuinely just don't care and you aren't interested in being in a healthy relationship or being in a relationship at all, being single is also a great way to succeed in life because you can fully just focus on you and your career and whatever you want to focus on. You can be selfish all you want. I mean, trust me, being single can be incredible as well. But I think that everyone knows that. And that's why I didn't talk about it today because I think it's common knowledge that being single is ideal for trying to succeed in your career or in your life in general, I wanted to talk about how it's not the only way that you can succeed in life. You can succeed in life also in a comfortable, healthy, happy relationship. And if something comes your way that seems like it could be really good and really happy and really healthy, you shouldn't run away from it or be afraid of it, just because things are going really well in your career. You should give it a try because it might actually be able to enhance your life even more. And we shouldn't be afraid of it getting in the way. A bad relationship is a whole other story. I mean, you can still succeed even in a bad relationship. It's just not easy. Because a bad relationship obviously ruins your confidence, makes you feel emotionally unstable, is extremely distracting and it's miserable. Whether your relationship is harmless, but just bad, because maybe there's drama, there's a lack of openness, or maybe it's something even more, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of different types of bad relationships. The truth is, is that you can honestly succeed in life no matter what your relationship circumstances look like. But we shouldn't be running away from love because we want to succeed. In conclusion, we don't need to be scared of falling in love. Being in a long-term relationship doesn't have to get in the way of our success in life that's my opinion this is an opinion piece this is not bible okay this is not you know mm, how everyone needs to feel you know some people just never fall in love and they just never wanted to and they never felt the desire to some people fall in love too hard And they can't focus on their career, even if they try when they're in a relationship. Even if the relationship is great, they can't focus on anything else but that relationship, which actually in turn makes the relationship bad. So never mind. A good, healthy relationship will always enhance your career. A bad or imbalanced relationship can get in the way whatever, I'm done. My brain is fried now. See, it's like by the end of these episodes, when I talk about something for a long time, my brain actually stops working. And I know the point when it stops working, I can kind of feel it happening because I'm trying to form sentences that make sense. And like words that don't fit in the sentence start showing up in the sentence. And I'm like, where did that word come from? You know, like I just start losing it. And I know when that's happening and I know when that's time to wrap up the episode. I know it's time to wrap it up. And we have hit that point because I'm no longer able to form proper sentences. So that's all I have for today. (laughs) Let me know what you guys think. I mean, listen, this is my perspective. This is my point of view. What I value so much about, you know, making these episodes of anything goes about these topics is that it's an open conversation. I'm sharing my opinion, I'm sharing my experience. And although when I'm portraying, you know, the topic a certain way, it may sound like, oh, Emma's talking about this as if it's fact. Yeah, because it's kind of fact in my brain as of right now. So that's why I'm portraying it that way, but it nothing is fact, nothing is set in stone. And I'm always open to a conversation about things and hearing your guys' perspectives, your guys' experiences, What do you think? Let me know. You can DM me on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram is at anything goes. Twitter is at AG podcast. Let me know what you think. Let's start a respectful, loving and open-minded conversation. The world needs as much of that as it can get, because that's what allows us all to grow and become the best us that we can possibly be. So let me know what you think. Also go ahead and follow Anything goes on those platforms if you would like to. Follow anything goes on any platform you stream podcasts. Check back in every Thursday. We always have a new episode unless I'm a little bit late because I recorded three episodes and then hated all of them. And then am pushed to the last minute to get an episode out, which happens sometimes. Check out my coffee company, chamberlaincoffee.com. Pick up some coffee or some tea. We do coffee and tea, and we also do accessories. Lots of cute stuff, lots of yummy, tasty stuff on there. I've been drinking a cold brew this whole episode in my Chamberlain coffee tumbler cup. My ideal coffee setup for recording is my cold brew with a little bit of caramel nut pod creamer in my Chamberlain coffee tumbler, okay? It's like dream come true, seriously. Go check out Chamberlain Coffee and use code AG15 if you want a little discount. Um, What else? That's all I got for today. Thank you guys for listening. I really, 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 really appreciate and love all of you so much. And until next week, I love you. And keep being awesome. And that's it. (laughs) Okay. Bye.